Hello. Okay, I'm Madison. I'm Arwen. Zach. Um, today, this is our podcast about moral living. So I guess our first question is, what is moral living exactly? So what, uh, what do you guys think moral living is? I mean, for me personally, like, moral living, I, I, this is going to sound like I'm just kind of talking for the sake of talking, but I think moral ooh. living, ooh, I think moral living is kind of, um, like, you kind of live what you want to see other people's live as well. So yeah. almost kind of like... Uh, if, if you think that there's a trait that should be exemplified, it's almost kind of like you purposefully go out of your way to yeah. live that trait and hope to see it reflected in other people. Yeah, Guys, right. I, think, I think more living is... Um, get this. Living morally. Wow. Whoa. But I think the obvious question is, like, what does it mean to be moral, though? I think it's what does question. it mean to be moral? Like, I feel like it needs to live with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you know, yeah. like piety and wisdom, but also living with like selflessness and a trusting nature and like compassion. Yeah, being know? like true, like just like to everyone, you know, yeah. not, not not being yeah. deceitful, like being deceitful, if, you, if you're going to be like that, like, come on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's it's just as much something that's like built into us as it is something that like yeah. We kind of learn from other people and we see what is like okay and what's not okay. Imagine living a life where everyone around you was just like not honest with you. Like how yeah. much would that suck? Morality yeah. by definition like, means principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong and good and bad behavior. So do you guys agree with this textbook definition? Do you guys agree with this? Personally, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's, a pretty, it's, it's a pretty vague way yeah. of describing it. Yeah. It's kind of accurate. I would say it's pretty honest, yeah. Um, I'd say I would say sometimes it's even less principles because I think we all have like some things that kind of like innately we consider yeah. to be good and bad. But yeah. I also think that just calling it principles kind of makes it sound kind of makes it yeah. But it makes it. I think it makes it sound like I think it makes it sound too black and white. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't usually get just a black and white, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, my dad gave me this cool quote by this English philosopher named Samuel Taylor. Taylor Coleridge. Coleridge, yeah. Coleridge. It is so, it is not otherwise. Like, what did you guys think this would, this meant? Because I was really confused. What's the when point? My dad, it, is, it is so, it is not otherwise. otherwise. So kind of saying, like, it just is the way it is. It's, like it's not certain, really any other way. It's certain, nothing else. You know, I kind of felt I think too. I think that's just how I live, you know? Just go with yeah. the flow. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, really, like... <laughs> it's the way we all live, bro. It but is, like, yes, we do live... Uh, the way we live and you can't really live any yeah. other way right so yeah it's one of those things like you can't 14 year olds be like yo that's deep that's deep yeah, yeah. you can't you like you can't really change your circumstances yeah. but you can change how you react to them yeah so i would say now that the cult makes sense but i think it also is kind of yeah i think it's also kind of smart people trying to sound smart smart, so, yeah. smart people Ooh. Ooh. okay well what are some of the main components of moral living that speak to you personally for me i think that keeping your promises yeah. is quite prominent like telling the truth especially yeah i think i think even beyond that is like speaking out when somebody's like being spoken mm-hmm. against yeah so not not just like telling the truth but like maintaining that sense of justice and the truth as well Ooh, will you do the right thing when no one's watching Ooh. i think trust like... i think people don't want to look at me 90 percent of the time anyways so i think um yeah, I mean, I think people don't want to watch me anyway, exactly. so... Well, have you seen my face? Oh my goodness. That's an entire <laughs> world that you don't want to... 
okay. go into. So here are some questions to consider. So me and Zach actually discussed this one a bit, but when one person in a relationship watches pornography because he or she does not feel sexually fulfilled, is this morally acceptable? Personally, no, I don't think so. I would. Yeah, no. I would have to agree. It's not morally acceptable. Yeah. But I can also I can understand where I can that philosophy yeah. would come from because humans are innately like sexual Maybe. beings yeah and uh, and you know what you could even have you can even have like medical health they effects from it. not having that yeah. stimulation yeah. as well exactly. like um guys can end up with prostate cancer if they don't ejaculate often enough which is yeah. are we gonna get censored for that like <laughs> we may <laughs> we may we're sorry uh, um but I, I do understand the logic behind it, but yeah, I think yeah. I think telling because essentially it is a middle finger to your partner. No, like and it's yeah. it's basically saying like I don't like your body, so instead I'd rather watch this other person. Exactly. I feel like if you if you had a discussion with your partner as to why you were not sexually active with your partner, maybe because of religious reasons or medical reasons or just a personal reason that you don't really feel comfortable talking about, I think that that needs to be respected. I think we're all yeah. uncomfortable talking about this right now. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's something, well, you know what? Ultimately, it's something that has to be discussed. Yeah. You know, and like, like I've seen relationships, I've seen, rela- yes. I've seen relationships like absolutely deteriorate because one of the partners like was watching porn behind their partner's back and once the partner the other partner found out about it it's just absolutely but it could awful. also be like a multitude of other things that add up to that yeah, that's true yeah. i'd have like, to agree because like, like it may not just be because of that how yeah. shallow would a relationship be like you're not satisfied with what i'm giving out yeah how dare you okay so okay a relationship okay. isn't purely but to based be off fair of sex, to though. be fair yeah and to be fair i'm sorry for cutting you off but to All be right. fair it also it goes beyond that as well because you can relate pornography to cheating in a sense yeah because yeah. then you uh for me as a guy because then you would like envision yourself with the Another girl in person. the video yeah. as opposed to your partner your which kind of goes against it exactly so personally if it was me i would feel the infidelity would like hit me like a truck honestly i would feel so bad i like being hit by a truck no, you don't. <laughs> All right, you can't okay. say that. Oh my goodness. Let's, let's, let's discuss the next question. Are you always obligated to respect your parents? I think yes to an extent. I think, yeah. I think no. I personally Ooh. don't think so. Ooh. I think you're forced to live with your parents. Yeah. Um, you, don't, you don't have to respect them. You what like you you, you, you kind of have to do what they say, but you don't have to respect. Them. Well, like respect in what terms? That's yeah. true. That's true. That goes beyond it once again. Like there's two forms of respect. There's exactly. respect like being treated as an equal, and respect being treated like an authority. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to respect your parents. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it, uh, let me in some instances, however, you don't always have to respect them because mm-hmm. sometimes, as as honest as it is, like sometimes we can have bad parents. And sometimes I our... think that yeah, I think that certain tactics that parents used for teaching discipline or disciplining their kids, yeah, can like be, you they may can be nece- scummy. Yeah. You yeah. may not necessarily agree with that. Getting beat, but is that nah. is that an excuse for you to be able to swear at your parents or cuss at your parents? Um, mm. I don't think. Well, I think in general you shouldn't cuss anybody yeah, out. Exactly. I think like you shouldn't cuss ever with the intent of like harming other people mm-hmm. or being spiteful. Um, but I do think that sometimes parents will like initiate this response at us because mm-hmm. it is somebody who we are supposed to look up to and to value and yeah, to cherish yeah. and when they treat life. us like us being born with something we also agreed to mm. i think it's like we can kind of say like we didn't really ask to be put in this situation exactly. so 
And I, I, on top of that, I also think that you don't necessarily have to constantly be in contact with your parents after you move out. Mm, I think yeah. ultimately you can choose who you wish to have ties with or not. Mm-hmm. And if your parents are obviously great influences on your life and they've taught you so much, yeah. I believe that yeah. obviously like you should keep them in your life. Also, you speaking of respecting your parents, but what about like your classic, oh, teenagers being moody and they don't want to listen to the parents, even if they that, are being all I think, right. I think, There's a barrier yeah. with the age yeah. also. Yeah, like for me, and I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying I have nothing against my parents. Um, I know sometimes I complain, but I, I usually complain for the sake of complaining. Uh, my parents are wonderful people. Uh, Same with mine. But they are 40 yes. years older than me. Yeah, they come from a different generation. Yeah, and even my sisters. My sisters are 28 and 27. So not only are they from a completely different generation, they also raised two yeah. people of the opposite gender in a completely different generation. Yeah. So what I grew up with and like my needs and my wants and are kind of... Well, they're not kind of. They're very different from my sisters, yeah. and I also have yeah. a different disposition. But I have. Yeah. They do their best, and we get into our arguments just because we're mm-hmm. so different. So. Yeah, I get into a lot of arguments with my parents too. Unfortunately, like I love them to the yeah, point of that. Same. I love them regardless. But I think that they fail to understand that we don't experience the same problems. Yeah. As they did when they were teenagers, and. Like, let's say you're using your phone for research for a certain project or something. They're like, oh, kids these days use so much of their technology. And I don't know. I, I guess, like, that, that is very true that teenagers all obviously use so much technology. But I guess that there's also jumping to conclusions quite often with yeah. my parents in particular. Yeah. Like, I'm on my computer. All my dad's like... Owen, are you playing video games again? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a bad example, <laughs> Typically. <laughs> but what if I'm... Yeah, if you're, if you're legitimately doing work, then of course, mm-hmm. but... Okay. Um, I mean, and you know what, just to go back and like answer that question again, the morality of always respecting. Um, for me, I hold the same philosophy for respect that I give to everybody with my parents is that yeah. uh, respect has to be garnered. It has to be something that yeah. like you... Yeah. And which makes me sound like I'm constantly evaluating my parents. Of course, leeway because they're my parents. Mm-hmm. But... I'm going to give them the respect that I think they earn from me. I'm not going to treat them as gods. Yeah. Well, so. do you guys think that respect is earned or it's assumed? I think respect okay. is... I think, yeah, I think respect has to be earned. I think there are some instances where you have to be... Res- like, you can't disrespect... If you're in the yeah. army, you can't disrespect your troop leader. Yeah. So that's where it's kind of assumed. But if they've earned it, then I think you'll find a lot more success in that position. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move on to our next question. Also very controversial. Is it okay to be a prostitute for a living? I oh. think it's like I think I I asked you but we didn't yeah, talk we about it but no we didn't discuss this well briefly mm-hmm. I say it's like very looked down upon and it's, like it, try to avoid doing it but like if you it's if it's the only thing you can do to like like make a living like if you have yeah. no credentials to apply for somewhere else yeah and that's the only thing you can like make money off of yeah and support yourself it's a humiliating job that comes with so much shame oh, absolutely. yeah it's degrading and it's degrading and it's so extremely dangerous you could be placed in such horrible circumstances but there obviously there are certain jobs that come with certain credentials or education that had to be used prior and i believe that if you're in a situation where you need to support yourself or your family or loved ones and you there are, there's obviously like no other means or no other ways to earn an income then you know money is money as, as awful as that sounds like well it's it's true it's, it's the truth yeah. of the matter yeah you can't do much without money 
um, <clears throat> yeah, no, like sex work of any kind, I think is, um, yeah, I think yeah. it's humiliating and it it's incredibly dangerous. Like Madison, you said, and Arwen, mm-hmm. I agree with you is that if, if it's the only way to make a living, whether you had to drop out because of lack of financial support, so you couldn't finish schooling. So you don't have the truth. Like schooling is a necessity to get a lot of jobs, even a high school education. And some people can't afford that. Yeah. Um, and as, as much as it sucks to think about and to hear is that sometimes it's really the only place you can turn to. And then even if it goes beyond that, something happens, you have a kid, you have yeah. external family. Um, and it, it, bad example, like you're s- supporting an addiction because withdrawal yeah. could kill you, stuff like that. I think um, if it's the only place to really bring in an income, yeah. then, yeah. It, it, yeah. which is awful to hear. Uh, do we want to abridge some of those, not abridge some of those questions, do we want to cut one or two of them out? Yeah, maybe we could cut out. I think the microchip one is a good one to ask. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so a company in the U.S. will be the first to offer microchips to employees. They would be implanted, they would act as a keyboard, and they would track your hours, let you open doors, etc. What does this say for our future? Okay, so I actually did some more research on this. Yeah, I don't know much about this. This was, not, so, uh, this was not a recent thing. This actually happened a few years ago. Oh, okay. Um, so I thought it was recent, which is my bad. Um, but the company, uh, Three Square Market, I believe. Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Yes, uh, Wisconsin, we're looking out. Um, they actually, so the idea was to have this microchip implanted between your thumb and your forefinger. So if you hold out your, hel- your hand in an L, Madison, you know stuff like this better than I would. If you hold out your hand in an L, it would be in between, like here, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you would basically, you'd walk up to doors or places, you'd put your hand against it, and it would buzz you in. Uh-huh. Um, but it would also do things like track your hours, uh, other stuff. It acted as a key card, less oh. than a keyboard. What is its like, actual purpose, though? As opposed like, to carrying around a key, yeah, kind of like, hard to steal something in your body. Mm, um, nice. And so. but the, the, the most susceptible claim, like the they're susceptible, uh, yeah. suspicious claim, was they said it would have no GPS capabilities. Okay. And I think even stating that, but th- this is really less suspicious. Yeah, right? but I think yeah. this is like, I think the morality mm. in terms of like to really get back to morality, which is our general topic. I think the morality of implanting something into your body that could pave the way yeah. for other people to have ad- you can go beyond that yeah. um it brings up privacy issues yeah, yeah but it's like even like in our modern day mm-hmm. you can it, it, there's, it's called pivoting yeah. so if you have a smart house if somebody gets into your phone they can get to your thermostat and if they can get to your thermostat they can get to your lights and from your lights they can get to your car so on yeah. so forth. bad example yeah. but that's kind of what they can do they can get to your door locks from your thermostat mm. so um, and imagine putting something like that in your body. Yeah. Imagine somebody always knowing your location. I think, Jeez. honestly, I think the idea of modifying humans, I think the idea of modifying humans in general yeah. with the intent of convenience or ease, I think that kind of goes against a lot. Yeah. A lot of ethical issues with that. Yeah. Definitely. Especially with the like, GMOs and everything. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. And even, not GMOs specifically, um, t- uh, what's it called? A software device technique. Um, mm biotech whatever uh it's called crispr uh c-r-i-s-p-r uh it essentially lets you rewrite gen- human genetic code and this is what people use to create these um perfect babies uh, oh, yeah. they use these create like these blonde hair blue-eyed babies uh smarter stronger faster whatever um i think stuff like that is kind of where you get into playing god yeah Yeah. with like optimal choosing like optimal genes yeah and i think and i think in a way it it erases our sense of individuality Mm -hmm. yeah and i think erasing somebody else's identity is possibly one of the scummiest things you can do i am so against cloning personally yeah i actually i i don't i actually don't have an issue with cloning 
I have an issue with I have an issue with cloning for the intent of pure work. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like for human benefit or yeah. like the aesthetic of it. Now I cloning, now cloning so for, much. cloning for example to give somebody a chance. Yeah. Uh, well, I say a second chance at life, but cloning for the to legitimately have another life. So. Mm. That's pretty whack. Uh, stealing one. I think let's cut the EMT one. Let's do the stealing one. Okay, so can stealing be justified if it was one, for one starving family? Personally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I, I like to stick to the law where I can. Me too. I think yeah, that the obviously. law as written, I think the laws need to be changed. Some of them need to be changed. Yeah. But yeah. if it comes down to it, I will usually follow what the law says. Yeah. I believe that in, if you're in such a dire situation and other people are being affected by it as well, yeah. not because of not because it's your fault, but also because of external factors, I believe that breaking the law for the justification of your loved ones or you're in a dire situation because of that is okay well even beyond that yeah. it's um the preservation of any human life exactly i think that preservation of life i'm oh um i should preface this by saying um when i say prioritization of any human life i'm talking about people who are already developed and born as people yeah because yeah. I, I abortion is a whole other topic yeah, yeah, yeah. which i don't think we really want to no, get we, into we can't get into that no. yeah but i think so this like this topic of stealing is similar to the prostitute question where yeah. if it's for if, it's, if you have to yeah. to yeah. save a life your own or somebody else's yeah. i think it's, it's okay to pay for yeah. salvation. i may i may say don't do it but yeah. at the same time if you do it yeah. I'm. I may just not see you do it. Yeah. So some, yeah. Some people may perceive it as selfish. I understand. I understand why it could be perceived that way. But at the same time, you're like your family is freaking yeah, that's starving. The same, that's the same logic as telling somebody to like who's broken their leg, like just suck it up. Other people have like yeah. are paraplegic. Like shut up. Like <laughs> so, it's it's the best analogy is like. Whether you're drowning in like six feet of water or you're drowning in six inches of water, you're, you're still drowning. drowning like. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think yeah. that pretty much covers every question, Wrap, yeah? Wraps it up. Arwen, yeah. do you have any last thoughts you want to give us on that question? Nah, I was, no, I'll save it for another one. Madison, you? No, I'm fine. Yeah, pretty yeah. much moral living. Oh my goodness, how yeah. do you uh, so You guys fall in more into natural moral law or... Um, uh, I think we actually... We'll, we'll you know what, that can actually... Yeah, we will discuss, discuss that, that next. Yeah. Uh, just to recap, uh, moral living is essentially the act of... What we have discussed and believe it to be is... Yeah. Yeah. The act of it being more of a... Madison, help me out here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> um, it's to be... It's to follow these innate sensations yeah, in you, which, dis- which help yeah. you determine yeah. what's right what and wrong. It's your conscience. And yeah, it's your conscience. And obviously that can differ between person to person. Yeah. A person's yeah. morals or values. principles or yeah. values can But I think there's also differ. a predetermined societal yes. high of mind. And, it, and yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of influential factors when it comes into morality and like how people experience determine... Your own yeah. personal experience. Your yes. cultural, like yeah. your, how your culture was um, raised, like... How you're yeah. raised, and there's like, certain characteristics that come with moral living. Yeah, and we we kind of got off topic and went further into other, but yeah, ultimately these these questions all relate to morality. Uh, yeah, pornography when you're in a relationship, that one's pretty yeah. obvious, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, respecting your parents is yeah. respect. Mm-hmm. Respect is a moral thing. Yeah. Is it moral of me or not to respect yeah. these people? Uh, prostitution. Well. Okay. But yeah. Like, that, the, well, that's still that's still based on morality. The morals yeah. of. Yeah, a selling your being, body a human being yeah but like yeah. with the person with the pornography question would that break the sixth commandment you shall not commit adultery uh, oh that's mm, i think well i think 
you're bib, not, I think you're not engaging in the actual. But I think yeah. I think okay. I like, think okay. For me personally, I don't consider it to be direct cheating. I consider yeah. it to be akin to cheating. Yeah. I yeah. don't, which is why like I completely like disgusted by it. I'm disgusted by it. Too. It's um, repulsive. It's. I think it's akin to cheating. I think it's different. However, the biblical definition is if you yeah. even have thoughts about mm-hmm. other people, yeah. well, then you get into the different commandment of you shall not covet your neighbor's wife. Mm. Yeah. Which kind of go hand in hand, though. Yeah. Ooh. So, ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's that pretty much everything. That yeah. concludes so that everything. So that covers Thank our you for listening talk to on this moral e- living. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode. Ah! Yeah.